0: From NFL quarterback, to Hollywood, to the mayor's office,
1: and now, behind the mic at KXEX, this is the Alan Autry Show, No Retreat. And so my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall.
2: What the hell's going on out here? Everybody, grabbing out there. Nobody. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Today, I consider, I consider, myself, consider myself the luckiest man, man on, the on the face of the spirit. earth. I'm not fearing any man. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. Five seconds left in the game, Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Unbelievable!
0: Listening to the Alan Autry Show on the
2: best
1: talk in town. Talk Radio 1550 KXTX. Call
0: Alan now, 559-899-1550.
1: And welcome to Alan Autry No Retreat. Uh, I'm Alan Autry, so honored and humbled to have you with us today on Free For All Friday, which means anything and everything is on the table to talk about. Just draw the line at uh, no cussing, no fussing. You can erase the fussing, because we do some fussing, but we don't do any cussing. Stephen Cloud, no cussing. Welcome to the show. <laughs> you got it. Remember that, and Kimberly, remember what I said. No, no cussing. No, you no no, no. we did a little fussing before I, I've been the show. really
2: good. You have. You have on the show. Yes,
1: <laughs> you have. Sometimes my wife, I don't she to me she, she she watches what she says, but sometimes she can. A little bit of a potty mouth every now and then. <clears throat>
2: I've been better. You now. have been. I've been better. trying to be better.
1: You have, and you you haven't gotten the show canceled yet. You haven't, because uh, sure. we don't have that five second <laughs> delay. Jose Monroy, look at he's you, shaking his head. No, we're one and out. We drop any kind of, uh, and you know what? That's that's good. We this is not the show that we want to have. That sometimes kind of...
2: you just slip though. No,
1: at one slip. Sometimes it's not three strikes. you're out. Sometimes it's not you. Sometimes it's one shot one strike you so You know i'm not so really it's not you i'm not really a cuss Do you know, i cuss a lot in private tell me the truth you tell the no, truth no not a no, lot I don't. when something i drop like you know a hammer on my toe or i just every once in a while it just gosh you can't help it it's it's bad and i know when i'm going to do it i know i'm going to regret it you know, i don't get a little irritated i don't know when i'm going to do it or it, it, it just it's just a up. litany you just build <laughs> up and go god and then let one the go and that's, that's bad all right hey uh let's you know Stephen. let's start no no, we're gonna start. Uh, was gonna start with news you got to know from Stephen Cloud. We're gonna get that in just a second, but you, it, this, I, I found something about this uh, this uh, reconciliation bill. I know it's all mm. full of all of these you know goodies. It's just a cradle to grave, uh, far left dream, three point five trillion dollar economy killing, beautiful dream. Uh, for these far-left folks, an absolute nightmare for the American people. But just when you think you, you've heard uh, the most wasteful or most uh, horrible thing you could hear for the economy, for individuals, families, businesses, you find another one buried into that 2,500-page document that Nancy mm. Pelosi still hasn't read, Stephen. They, nobody's mm. read it, and yet they're trying to rush to pass it together. The, do you Have you ever heard of a term? Uh, you've heard unrealized uh, gain. You've heard realized, in. in, in, you know some finance, Steve. You know much more than I do. Kim, you do. Realized gain means you have capital gains. You sell some stock. You have gain. You sell some real estate. (laughs) You have realized gain. Excuse me. Janet Yellen of the Treasury wants to tax unrealized gain. Have you ever heard of such a thing? Well, let me give you an example of what that means. That means, say, Kim, you have a house that your, your parents bought, say for 350000 dollars, a thousand dollars, or two to say two fifty back in the day, and thirty years, forty years later, you sell it for nine hundred thousand, or you it's worth nine hundred thousand or a million. You haven't sold it; it's just during that time it's it's gained it, and and your parents die, and you get you inherit that house. You have to pay tax on what that house is worth at that time that they die. You not you, and you don't have to sell it. You have to pay it whether you sell it or not. So these people are going to get inherited uh, real estate or whatever, and from the time it was bought Nowadays, to the that, time that's it was horrible. inherited. Well, that's under. <laughs>
2: Well, how's a person? It can keep benefit it? you.
1: No, it can. But think about it. I don't know if you understand this completely, though. I'm yeah. Going to be I am. You but, would, but have, Alan, you would have to take that, that and sell I'm, that house. so you wanted to live in it. No, you got to go pay if you want to live in it. You got to pay the tax on a million dollars to stay in that house. And she wants to tax sixty-one percent. But what if your parents so 61, bought it at two hundred
2: fifty?
1: They, they. That's what I just said. You made it yeah. two hundred fifty then it's worth a million. They're going to tax you on a million, 61%, which means you'd have to pay $600,000 to stay in your home
0: or sell it. But Alan, it's even worse than what uh, you explained because you uh, the only difference is, in your example, you used an inheritance of a house. But if you're just taxing unrealized gains, the house that you and, and Kim live in, there's unrealized gains in that house right now. Maybe you bought it for, I don't know what you bought it for, but it's worth more. Those are unrealized gains. If you bought a stock, you haven't sold it yet, and and it's gone up, up in value. Those are unrealized gains. So they want to start taxing you on current gains that you haven't even realized yet. That you did, yeah. Real, yes. A realized gains means you sold it and and, and you have money. the money. Yeah. And so you got to pay and, and tax want, on that money. They want every year for all of your assets to be reevaluated. So your home. So if you bought a home that went up in value and you kept it forever, that's an unrealized gain. And you're, they want you to pay a tax on it every year.
1: You know, th- those are kind of things that are in this bill that is a guaranteed economy killer. And they always talk about the far left, Stephen Kim. They always talk about spreading the wealth, right? Well, n- hardly ever on the left you hear discussion on how you create wealth. They don't care about that. We just want the wealth that's created. And then we're going to be the ones spread, spread around. Well, sooner or later, you're going to run out of wealth. It's, I used it the other day on the show. We live in an agricultural community here, so I used kind of an ag analogy, that you have a garden, and you're growing your garden, and that garden is your sole means of how you feed yourself and your family. And you go in that garden every day, and you just pick. Next day, you just pick. And you pick and pick and pick, but you don't plant that garden, and you don't water that garden. Eventually, you're going to pick that garden clean. And you go, there's going to be nothing left. Excuse me. That's the same thing with business. You continue to put, take, uh, raise taxes on businesses, which are the job creators, the wealth creators in this country. And you continue to put more regulations on them, pick and pick and pick. And then this business goes out of business. That business goes out of business Pretty soon, you have no wealth to spread around. No,
2: you just sell everything and put it into, like, gold. Well, that's what
1: a lot of the big businesses do.
2: Absolutely. Because, you know, when you... And a lot of smart, smart billionaires, I know, have been doing that for years and years and years.
1: You bring up a great point. Joe Biden says he's going to pay for this $3.5 trillion reconciliation bill. He's going to pay for it. Well, he said it's going to cost nothing. (laughs) He says it's going to cost nothing. Which, Which is,
0: of in itself... Uh,
1: an absurd statement
2: that means we're going to be we're going to be killed with this
0: and now alan i'm hoping that you're wrong because on on the unrealized gains being in this bill because i heard i know beijing biden said he wanted it in the bill but then i heard him say that he wasn't able to get it in this bill so i'm hoping it's not in there because that would ruin it would make it to where why would you even buy a house
1: you just said something though yeah here's what you people have to understand um you can never underestimate Joe Biden's uh propensity and willingness to lie about anything to get what he feels needs to be done done. And you have to understand too that Nancy Pelosi is the speaker of the house in name only. For example, they were supposed to vote today on the 1 trillion dollar infrastructure bill. They were going to separate it from the reconciliation bill. For those out there may not know, the $1 trillion, $1.1 $1. $1 trillion uh, infrastructure bill, you know, bridges, airports, uh, broadband, a lot of good stuff in there. A lot of money, but a lot of good stuff that makes sense. Uh, well, the far left, led by AOC and Taleb and that group, and to a lesser degree, but still in the mix, Bernie Sanders, wanted to couple that bill with the $3.5 trillion economy killer bill, which has, you know, 87000 New IRS employees to go after every taxpayer, 12,000 electric cars are going just to government employees, uh, money for mm-hmm. this nonprofit, basically a slush fund of trillions of dollars to pay off their political allies. Okay? <clears throat> they, the Republicans said, we're not going to put those together. That's suicide. That's economic suicide. So Pelosi, in cooperation with Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema, to common sense Democrats and the Republicans agreed, okay, we're going to vote on them separate. And the AOC and her group says, if you do that, we're not going to vote for it. It's all or nothing for us. It's collectively 6.5 trillion or nothing. Well, Pelosi bowed today to AOC. They didn't vote. So when you say that Joe Biden says that aspect of unrealized, gain which is a key component of the Mm. far left's economic plan if aoc says it stays in you probably have a 75 percent chance as i handicap it that that's going to be in that bill and i hope it's one of the factors that joe manchin who seems to actually be on top of this stuff is saying if that stuff's in there i'm not there so if if joe manchin and kristin cinema can hold their ground. They, right now, they hold the future of this country in their hands. Kim, those two Democratic senators, <laughs> two people—they're two two votes away from destroying this country economically. This—I do not believe uh, this country could withstand. I just don't. What's in that three point five trillion dollars that we just I know? Don't, of I, now.
2: I don't. I don't. Even it would. Be, pretty, I, yeah. I have to agree with you on that one. Yeah. I mean, you're like, sick to inherit.
1: You know, you've heard some. Some stuff, you and the sisters, you're in business, you're in the real estate thing, it would just destroy you. It would destroy the, the, uh, the company. You have nothing left. After, I mean, you say nothing, you would have to cut employees that you have down. It would be certainly not produce any wealth to
0: spread around, but anyway. Um, and Alan, did you hear about the $600 thing?
1: Uh, the $600 thing? Isn't that how much you yeah, can steal at uh, Walmart without being arrested?
2: <laughs> Isn't it, or is that Whatever door? Door. That you can get out the door. No, that's
1: nine hundred. Go ahead, tell me about the six hundred.
2: <laughs> there's, no, there's no, there's no dollar. By amount the way, on that.
0: Uh, a true story is on something that you just said. I was at uh, what? As if everything I said was a lie just now? No, no, no. Well, well I'm saying I, it's I, questionable. I was at Sprouts. <laughs> I was at Sprouts supermarket, and a, a guy walked oh, in. Sprouts got got a. Uh, groceries and just walked right out and the security guards yell and he just walks right out with all this, with all this stuff. And the security guards, like, I wish we could do something, but we can't. Anyway, what I was going to say about the security guards
1: going to do that. I mean, there's three security guards there. They got no, they got no weapon. And if you see most security guards, it looks like they've lived on Twinkies and cheeseburgers. For about the last oh, fifteen years, and they try to,
2: our, try. our, our security guard. All of the like security guards
1: on. mind is being on YouTube, <laughs> that's bad, going man. viral for getting his butt kicked by trying to wow. stop. him.
2: Wow, <laughs> wow! It's like mall cop you're talking did about. Did I body here. shame? Did I body shame security guards? <laughs> yes, you did.
1: I'm sorry. Go ahead, Stephen. I'm you know sorry. All, all security <laughs> guards that I die- shame. I'm sorry.
2: That's bad, man. That's, <laughs> that's there's I nothing good about corrected. what you just said. corrected. I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. I am sorry.
2: <laughs> he, yeah, I, I didn't know that security
1: like, guards love like,
0: Twinkies that I, much, but <laughs> I don't. I, I, I
1: what I is Twinkie? Like what is a
2: Twinkie? What?
1: It's one of the most joyous uh, experiences in life, of eating a Twinkie.
0: Uh, yeah, Twinkie. That's a, uh, that's American oh, right the there. That's the
2: gold, like,
1: you know no yeah the gold with, thing with, yeah. the, with the cream filling you know what the shelf life is on that on the Twinkie probably forever 75 years <laughs> I believe said. it
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's so that, much not sugar not. in there it's refined yeah <laughs> they,
1: they, they said you could eat a Twinkie That's
2: some it, guy can.
0: actually some guy got off for murder in San Francisco by using the defense that he ate too many Twinkies oh
1: that was the Harvey Milk thing you're that was kidding Dan, supervisor Dan White I remember that
0: one it yeah, was very tragic yeah no he ate too many Twinkies and set it up. Uh, I'm pretty fun. sure that was okay. Crazy. The $600 that's thing. More.
1: Please okay. get us back. Your free for all Friday has gone right, chaotic here. Go I ahead.
0: love, absolutely love free for all. Okay, Friday. $600. We're always woo, making woo, woo, woo. the world a better place here on the <laughs> Alan Alda Show. Okay, the $600. Yeah, no joke. In this bill is that everything that you do that is $600 or more. So if you buy something to $600 or more, so that would be an appetizer for Governor Newsom. But um, anything of $600 (laughs) or more for anyone that you buy or that you take out of your bank or that you write a check for, everything goes and report to the IRS that you do for $600. That is not for taxes. That is to spy on you when it's $600. They want to see, yeah, they want to see what you're buying and what you have and what you're doing. $600. That's what every, every transaction of $600 or more is to be reported.
1: Unbelievable.
2: Well, oh, I mean, I mean, my sisters and I have been known to eat pretty lavishly when we're together. So that's like six hundred dollars for now appetizer really isn't much.
1: Oh God, you just pulling elitist on us here, aren't you? You and you and Newsom <laughs> well, would get along I'm great. I'm
2: saying, you know, I <laughs> mean, <laughs> in Newsom's, you know, I mean, I, I have to say, you know, that's what you just said. That's nothing. Well, you know, I mean, I mean, you know. come on! You're the eater.
1: You're probably the one person in California that thinks Gavin Newsom got a raw deal on his criticism at the French Laundry. (laughs) (laughs) Leave that poor guy alone. He's just out trying to have a little fun with his family. Uh,
0: He had like thirty-eight hundred dollars in drinks alone. I'm kidding. What? (laughs) Well, let's just. Did he have like thirty-eight hundred dollars in drinks alone?
2: Him himself.
0: There's no
1: telling. Yeah. You know, ten years from now, that thing—I mean, it's bad enough as it is. But you know how things go. It's going to be. But I 10 mean, years you know, from whatever now,
2: you want to spend your money on is your business. Yeah, you but know, you can't just be don't hip- tell other people what to do. Exactly. Don't, yeah. And, don't and tell other people. You know you what, how to spend their money. And but uh, you know, I don't believe in like checking on people. The governor. And, I mean, we got in trouble for me changing hotels in, in D.C. They were all over us because they put us in a bad hotel. I got the same hotel that was five star beautiful for the same price That's and a, we got a, there's a lot
1: of backstory there folks that you're not filling in the blanks you're probably wondering what she's talking about when
2: alan was mayor yeah. we were put into a hotel in dc yeah. for the mayor's conference that was under a subway and people were, were coming to our door to get autographs from alan so while he went to work i called and got us a hotel
1: which cost less by the way
2: what was, the mayflower yeah
1: it cost less and because of the deal we moved there.
2: us and for the same price and i got
1: well the press press jumped on us yeah. without knowing the details. We actually saved the taxpayers' money.
2: I told them, I said, this is like being going. in the worst Idiot. rehab in the world we were. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible.
0: Anyway. And You, you hey. know what? I agree with Kim. People should be able to spend money and, and be wherever they want. I think the issue with Gavin Newsom was not wearing the mask while he's telling everyone to wear it. Exactly. And then, you know... He, Yeah. And then Uh, he's over there acting like he's for the 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 man on the bottom while he's over there uh, with thirty eight. Since you guys are
1: since you guys are so in love with Gavin Newsom, we come back, we'll talk about his new mandate that every student must be vaccinated in the schools in California so you can continue your love festival. We didn't say that. (laughs) This is Al Autry, no retreat. It's free for
0: all Friday. Help me. I'm in the middle. Help. Free
2: for All Friday is the greatest. <laughs> yeah. Can I put my R&B on there, music, on Free no. for All Fridays? No. Okay.
1: Yeah, you can if you want to. You know
2: you can. You beat a boss.
1: Oh, when and Alan's where? A, he's the baby say, boss, how, where man. When am I the boss? Come to the Autry House, You'll be
2: there in 10 I, minutes, you'll know oh, who the boss on. is. He's, it ain't me. Uh, big baby boss. <laughs> He's the baby yeah, ball. Alan
0: needs a soundtrack for sale of the Alan Autry Show soundtrack. It's phenomenal.
1: i tell you one thing. I, I've said this before on the show. When I come, yeah, you have good days and bad days. You feel like doing this. Sometimes you don't feel like, you know, you just don't have. But I, I hear that intro. I'm sorry. Probably the lo- longest intro on radio. But dag nabbit, you hear those sound bites, especially Lou Gehrig. You know, he found out he had what would become known as Lou Gehrig's disease. ALS, I believe it's uh, the, the by the way do you know that's my cousin
0: Teresa Wright who's that Lou Gehrig Teresa Wright played Lou Gehrig's wife on the Lou Gehrig story the movie the Pride of the Yankees she played his wife in yeah. the
1: movie she did she yeah. was outstanding and who was that to you yeah that makes you a celebrity that's my cousin. It,
0: it, it was, it's really my, my mom's cousin but that's still my I think I'm like third cousins or something with Teresa with Academy Award winner Teresa Wright
1: she wow. was fabulous that movie, folks, go go as Stephen just mentioned, it's called "Pride of the Yankees." Gary Cooper and who's the actress again?
0: Teresa Wright. Teresa, Teresa Wright. Wright.
1: My goodness, what a movie made a long time ago. And some of those old time movies can be a little little stilted, um, but this one holds up. If that doesn't bring a tear to your eye, and there's a scene in there where you know, you know, he has the disease. He's had to quit playing. And it affects her hands, and he's trying to tie his tie, and he can't do it. And she turns around the corner and sees him. But she doesn't want him to know that she did see him. And you see her go back. She takes a deep breath. You see a tear come eyes, And she walks around and changes her to me and goes, hey, honey. And she walks over and starts this conversation. And when she's doing the conversation with him, she starts doing her his tie for him oh, she makes me want date. to see it i've seen it and, and and he never knows that she's but she gets the tie done for him it alan
2: uh, austin just did a scene with a uh emmy we're oh.
1: not supposed to uh, he would just
2: never mind
1: <laughs> we have a non-disclosure
2: i didn't say who it. the name was i know
1: you gotta get you gotta get the
0: okay
2: how far away from
0: Hey, alan the new york Na- yankees or... actually when Teresa Rye died, they like retired her number they did a whole special
2: for her to See her. That's wild. Well,
0: yeah. watch
1: it. We can get it on uh,
2: I on want to the
0: see it.
1: Things. We on Netflix. I don't know if you can get it on Netflix but I know you can stream. She's it
0: Academy Award winner, by the way. Yeah,
2: f- I have got to, I want to see it. She sounds like an awesome actress. Uh,
0: she is, she is. I, Academy you know, when award. You're watching-
1: I, you know, Academy Award, I never got one. I think I think I've just really never I never got an Academy Award. And it really frustrates me because why should academy awards be given just on the ability to act
2: why? you're so weird
1: why should acting proficiency?
2: i feel, I feel like you i'm way down in my seat am i way down in my seat here <laughs> <laughs> wow i feel good.
0: <laughs>
1: You're listening to the Alan Autry Show on the best I mean, talk in town. Talk Radio 1550 KXEX. Call Alan now. 559-899-1550. And welcome back to Free For All Friday with Kimberly Autry, Stephen Cloud. And I think I just threw my fifth lumbar out. Trying, grooving with James Brown on that last hit there. Um. Okay. Hey, did you hear 85,000 uh, more uh, immigrants heading our way from Panama, of which uh, 50,000 are Haitian. The other, they picked up another 35,000 of a mixed bag of from different countries, and they have exited Panama, going through the Dorian Pass, They stop over there in uh, Costa Rica, pick up a few supplies in Panama, and they're heading our way.
2: Stephen, I thought a lot about, about what you said the other day about the Haitians and, and sort of really thinking about that. You made me think about that, you know. They're, you know, the ones, they're proud to be here. They are proud to, to and they they feel honored to be here. That's hard to turn away. The people who are here, that come here and don't respect it and don't, you know, follow, um, you know, loving America and wanting to be in the U.S. are the ones that, you know, I have trouble with. But the Haitians, you know, which everything they've been through, and you said, you know, a lot of them have maybe have not been through such crisis as we think. But, you know, they are followed, or should be, and and find out if they are, you know, you know upright and, and yeah. good, you know, citizens.
1: You know what I... I but I've my no- heart goes I, out. But you know what I've noticed? Agreed. Uh, yeah. But you know, let, let me, hold on a second. You know, you know what I've noticed that happens a lot in the media? It happens in discussions like this, small groups on the in the media. We tend to almost exclusively refer to immigrants in the abstract. Uh, Haitians this Mexicans this Americans this uh, there's no such thing as an abstract immigrant they are a singularly a person with different viewpoints different qualities yet we tend to say you know everyone that they're just looking for a better life they're coming here for their kids well that's one specific type of individual but there's also the person that could be fleeing not, not a oppressive government, but maybe a legitimate law enforcement that the person's that. a rapist trying to get out of there. And I think it's very, very dangerous to speak uh, about immigrants in an abstract, in a totality, in a generality.
2: But that's been brought. That's the the huge issue now, and that everyone is talking about is they. Well, like, you, you
1: looked at for example, and by
2: law we are to accept them when they have been through what they've been through, like assassination. Yeah, of the president. You, you've
1: got the asylum seekers, refugees. You're absolutely right on that, Kim. But you have to take the time this mass, uh, this mass entry, without doing the due diligence with these folks are. I think is very very dangerous. Uh, We assume that, you know, for example, the guys on the horses at the border at um, Del Rio, Texas, with the reins, they were the bad guys because the optic looked that way, and the people that were in the water were, you know, abstractly described as being taken advantage that's of. That's obviously going to look bad. And, and great people. By the way, we don't know but we don't report? know who those
2: people were in that way. No, one. that's obviously going to look that, bad. That, I mean, they're up on big horses yeah, but down, point. So they painted well, wait, a picture Kim, that we know nothing about. The New about. York
0: Times apologized and they the New York Times made it up that they weren't whipping the Haitians. They made up the story. There were no Haitians getting whipped by the Border Patrol. The New York Times issued an apology. And what really happened was they said that the Border Patrol was just moving people, but they weren't whipping anyone. But they took photos to make it look like they were whipping people, and apologized later. But, I'm sure on a very deep. But again, page, on the, but yeah, on front yeah. I, I guess
1: I'm not explaining. I,
2: I, I believe that. Yeah. I'm not
1: explaining my point too well here. What I'm saying is, uh, my point was, it has to be taken in an individual case by case. Who do, who were those people? We just abstractly say the immigrants in the water i hear somebody in our voice we got that tv going something's coming jose we got the tv feed coming into our ear i think the folks are hearing it as well um there we go yeah (laughs) um i think we got yeah we got it now is we tend to say the the folks on the horses well that investigation needs to take each one of those those law enforcement officials that were on the horse see if they acted properly what was their motive all of that stuff and who's who knows maybe some of those folks in the water were very bad people on the run from, we don't know. So I am so against and Maybe I'm sensitive because I grew up out until Larry and it was the, a, a few years after well, it was early fifties and late fifties, but the stigma of the Okie migration of which John Steinbeck wrote about in the grapes of wrath was still alive and well in the san joaquin valley in particular henry fonda won academy award playing thomas jode and the generalities that were made about oakies that we were dirty steel uh bad people rapists we there was a lot of that around and it was just oh those oakies that live over there those oakies this and you're sitting there going wait a minute you, you you think that all Okies are dirty and don't clean, and my mom was one of the most cleanest people I ever grew up in my life. She kept her house clean. We we made sure that we were presentable when we went into town. We didn't go up and steal from anybody. My grandpa taught us stealing was was one of the worst things you could do in life. Yet we heard those things about Okies in around everywhere, and I keep you kept thinking, wait a minute, that's that's not me. That's not the Okies I know. And I learned, I guess, at an early age the um, danger and the inhumanity that can come when people speak about a group in the abstract, Mexicans, this, uh, those Haitians that are on and you, uh, these Oakies here. So i I think in this case in particular, we have to take our time and do the due diligence one by one. As Kim said, find out who the people are, check them out. Are they really on the run? from an oppressive government are they really on run from the cartel or are they a member
0: of the cartel
1: just masquerading to get in here i mean what's wrong with that Stephen? i mean
0: that type of thing you know alan okay. i i agree with what kim said and what you said i think anyone who's here who is those people who have tears in their eyes to be americans and they're standing for the flag and they're so excited Absolutely. Um, i i want those people here i've also uh, had the unfortunate experience of living by the federal building in Los Angeles where I see people burning the American flag in foreign languages and tearing their flag tearing our flags and raising foreign flags and although that is a sign and, and we talked about that here on the great Alan Autry show that only in America can you do that only in America can we live yeah. in a place where they show other flags and, and they're not arrested and so I appreciate the ability to protest Yeah, but I also agree with Alan that we do need to find out. We need to sift through who's coming.
2: Absolutely, I and agree find with out, that hey, too. But-
0: yeah, you know, what are you? You know, what are you coming for? And and if they're here strictly for a better life, that crew that are really are Americans with the tears in their eyes and American flag, I want them here. But the ones that say America is horrible and is an awful place and they don't want to be here, you know, then then they shouldn't be allowed in.
1: Yeah, and and the other thing we have to understand also: these folks, some of them that. Uh, don't have the best intentions, could care less about politics, Uh, one way or the other. They're like mules for the cartel. This has been proven. Uh, Brazil has a higher cocaine uh, intake of their population than America now, surpassed America as the biggest consumer of cocaine. All these South American countries, Panama, Guatemala, these folks are coming in. The cartel has never been more powerful than they are today, never as fentanyl, opioids cocaine been shipped it's like the 80s now the borders are open so one of the demographics that we know for sure that's coming through this border are folks that come in they have been given a destination to go to to meet up with the cartel on this side of the border hook up and become part of that drug running drug uh business in america and they don't care less about politics, burning flags. They don't get no, a tear in their eye that's the sad for Haiti. Part. They don't get a tear in their eye for Haiti's nationality. The the they don't get a tear in their eye for American national. Anthem. They're there to do the business of crime in our
2: streets, and they're making others suffer right so because biden didn't do it in the right way with the borders. What,
1: exactly that's why it has to be singularly each case
2: it has to we, be we investigated talk about and, right but, and but biden he 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 he, he, he did this
1: let him in He's you know
2: folks. so now he, the he, children the women the 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 people who really want to be here are suffering because of how biden did this
0: yeah uh, you know i want to say one more thing about this too alan when i go to other countries and i've been to over 55 countries I am on my best behavior when I'm in another country. I'm a guest. Mm-hmm. And, and I think for anyone who comes in legally or illegal, however they're here, if they're not a, a current legal citizen, should even be on better behavior.
1: I agree. It shouldn't be like- I agree. You're in somebody yeah. else's yeah. home. Absolutely. And let me ask you this. Here at the border, think about this, Kim. This is um, our home, United States of America. Stephen, bring a good point. And I do believe this question has validity to be asked in terms of the border. And that's this question. If somebody came and knocked on your door, you, know, you didn't know them, you opened the door, would you let them in, their, in your house not knowing who they are? If they didn't yeah. say who they are, do you just yeah, let them Well, know. why in the world would you let people in our home
0: and not know who they are? Even now, Barack
1: Hussein Obama
0: just recently uh, talked about we can't have an open border.
1: Well, I wish he would speak louder. <laughs> because suddenly Joe Biden, mess. his vice president, didn't get the memo. You know, maybe he needs to just for because it, it this does not end well, folks, for our no. kids no, and I grandkids. Mean, no, it, does it needs not to be end done well. the right way. We're exactly. You, you you and it's about not having a border, you don't have a country. So don't try to hang me on this racism bullcrap. It's not a matter of of what skin color that an individual is, whether they get in this country. It's how you come into this country to better yourself in a law-abiding way? Are you gonna abide, as Stephen says, by the, by the laws of this land? And hopefully, God willing, I would say, if you're here for the long-term, are you gonna get on a path to citizenship? Kim, one of the people you respect, you know, you talk about it all the time, is my Aunt Tessie, Tony's wife from the Philippines. She came here, she did it the right way, she went and she became a citizen. She studied hard, and she raised her right yeah. hand and gave her oath to the United States of America, and I defy anybody. You don't know her, but I do, trust me. You f- try to find a more ardent American oh, that loves America lady. more lady. than my, my Aunt Tessie, and <laughs> I'll throw my Uncle Tony there, but Tessie is, it, it, and that should be how you do it. That should be how you do it. We are a nation of immigrants. Okay, Do you think quick the quick. her
2: suffering like that, with, you know, in and, and like if she was coming through now and suffering the way these women and kids are, the way Biden has done this, would be, it, it's just unthinkable. You're right, they would not be
1: at that border suffering And if Biden hadn't said, come everybody, the border's open, and you've got 85,000. Oh. That's a rough estimate. Some think it will grow to over 100,000. Caravanning their way here, being financed, and they call it uh, the uh, the system. It, well, you know, we need to take a break. Let's take a uh, break. When we come back, I want to pass on a little bit more knowledge about this because it's important that people know uh, what's going on here because we have to hold our leaders
0: accountable. And don't don't but forget some, Alan. I got uh, my
1: news bulletin. You got your news bulletin, and then we're gonna talk about what Facebook.
2: What and I've got all my girlfriends in Florida having a great time without me. Oh, that's most- Leah and Cheryl and my sister, and <laughs> little sister Todd. Shout out on the beach,
1: folks! That's what makes Free for all Friday great. I <laughs> totally lost yes! control of this show. We'll be right back.
2: I can't tell you who to sock to. You yeah.
1: do, you know, Alan. Uh, on, uh,
0: the, on the great movie Victory by Submission that's available on uh, Amazon Prime. that wonderful actor uh,
1: Stephen Cloud,
0: who has who, been uh, snubbed
1: by the Academy, who, who is a can-
0: relative of Teresa Wright, Academy Award winner, who stars in the Pride of the Yankees. Uh, Stephen Cloud uh, also uh, starred um, a former sheriff, Brett Prieto. Oh, oh said,
2: I love Brett and his wife. and Brett
0: all said. People. That when he was a sheriff, and he pulled over someone who happened not to be a legal illegal citizen, not wherever he was from, and they were drunk driving, whatever, they weren't allowed to arrest them. They'd have to just take him out of the car, sit him on the curbside, and that was it. But if you were an American citizen, you got booked, arrested, car impounded, the whole thing.
2: Oh, you know what? what I I'm heard saying, is that oh the new the new uh, money, just the new money that's coming in is no, that, no, 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 no. that anybody can ask for housing assistance, and they will not ask if you're a citizen or not. You don't have to reveal that. Really? Money. Yeah. Did you guys know that? I just
0: think that mm. I, I just think when it comes to criminally that legals and illegals should be treated the same. Um, they, you shouldn't get, get actual more privilege if you're not a legal citizen. Makes no sense. If I was in China and I was breaking a law, trust me, they're not going to be more lenient on me.
1: No. Well, how about over in Afghanistan? They've brought back oh, the amputations, God. and they are going to let you film it yeah. now. Oh. Did you know that? No, they, they've embraced uh, his name's Tulabi. Muhammad Talabi, who's the head of the prison system there, says that they're going to bring back the uh, amputations as a deterrent. So if you're a thief or you just get accused of it, uh, chop off that hand there, and uh, they're going to let you use this camera here. to video. They've made that uh, legal, and they uh, look forward to mm. spreading uh, that on uh, YouTube because they think that the more the world knows what goes on there, they'll know that you don't mess around in Afghanistan with the Taliban.
2: Which is an example
1: is they can care less what the world thinks.
0: (laughs) You know, Alan, one thing we discussed here on the Great Alan Entree Show where we're making the world a better place one show at a time. (laughs) I love your (laughs) premises. When
1: you preface, I love it. It's just a work of art.
0: I don't believe a part
1: of it, but it's great to hear.
0: It's absolutely true. One thing uh, that we discussed is how God gives the choices, you know, the freedom of choices. Um, And that's interesting because on earth we're trying to always take away choices, Mm -hmm. you know, cut off your arms, cut off this and that, but God is, God's forgiving. God is loving. And it's so interesting to see the, the differences that's going on.
1: Well, there's a big difference between the old Testament and the new Testament. The eye for an eye was replaced with grace. And those who, you know, quote uh, the Christian faith, <clears throat> always try to go to the Old Testament. Which, if you don't know the Old Testament, you can't really understand the New Testament. And Jesus, as he said, "I came to fulfill the law, not change it." It was a new, a new deal with America, with with, uh, with humanity. But all of this, you know, the stoning, all of those things, are something that Jesus said. That's this is a new covenant. We don't do that sort of thing anymore. But if you are not knowledgeable at that, when people tries to play the eye for an eye thing at christians very few people go well wait a minute yeah. you're talking about the old testament okay uh,
0: five second warning amen Please. alan amen. yeah that's pretty much what they're doing over there You're listening to The Alan Autry Show on the best talk
1: in town. Talk Radio 1550 KXEX. Call Alan now. 559-899-1550. And welcome back to the show. Uh, <laughs> Alan Autry, no retreat, free for all Friday. Otherwise known as a little chunk of heaven. Especially if you're the last. Yeah. Uh, quickly here, uh, to wrap v. up our conversation. Cause I want to get to the Facebook deal and, uh, their little, uh, situation in Congress where they are getting grilled over Instagram and its effects upon young people in particular young girls. But let me just give you a little bit of how this, uh, these immigrants, uh, uh that get how they get here, because I know I've heard this a lot. I even thought it how, and Kim, you brought it up, I think on, on the last show we were talking about how do they make that journey from haiti together and they they seem to be well fed have water uh they seem to be in pretty good shape for trekking that distance all across south america how did how did they how do they do that who's helping them well we we know now more that uh at least in the haitian situation they come out of haiti and there's a very treacherous area called the darien pass that they have to go through and it's a not really a road, it's a lot of jungle, but so many have gone through there that you, if you stay on it, you really want, you can make it through that, through that pass. I guess through there's a lot of uh, pirates, if you will, they're taking advantage of people uh, along the way. But if you can navigate that and get through, then you come to the country of uh, uh, Panama. And Panama, this, the country of Panama gives them food, water, other resources, whatever needed there. And they keep them going. This whole process is called control flow because from Panama, the next big stop to refuel, if you will, is Costa Rica. And in Costa Rica, the government provides them food, resources, takes care of who might be sick there. They hang there for a while. Then they head, keep heading uh, north and finally through Mexico. And it's called uh, the controlled flow. Uh, of these immigrants, which is basically, okay, we're going to feed you, but don't stay in our country. Just keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. That's that's the trade-off. So that's what's happening. That's why uh, first 30,000 and now it looks to be perhaps as many as 100,000 can make that, that trip. They're getting aid from other countries, and until the president – and I would ask you this, and I'm not being partisan. I'm just being common sense. Do you really think not just di- – if Donald Trump would allow that to happen to this country, would any president that we've had before Biden, any president, Republican or Democrat, have, wouldn't they have enough common sense to put an end to that, to tell the government of Panama, Costa Rica, you, you stop doing that because we can't handle this. Mexico, and that's what Trump did. He put the stay in Mexico policy, that while your case was being adjudicated here in America, you had to stay in Mexico. And Mexico immediately closed their southern border. So you did. They, they didn't let them into Mexico. Well, So you had some form of orderly flow there. So anyway, that's kind of a, a quick review on how they get here, how they're able to navigate that long journey. I want to hear your guys' opinion on this Facebook thing, which I just find—
2: I mean, what does Biden have to say about that?
1: You just don't want to leave the subject to you. <laughs>
2: Go ahead. <laughs> did. Go ahead, oh, did you mean about the Facebook? or No. Okay. Uh, no. Yeah, let's let's move on. We could. I mean, I
1: agree with you. There's a lot here to talk about. We I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure it.
2: Biden would much rather talk about the Facebook thing
1: other than the you're, border. Control. You're are you're, you're right. But the, I think this Facebook thing, even though the immigration issue that we're talking about really hits close to us, eventually it's going to hit all of us. All politics are local when we're trying to care for these folks and and deal deal with the whole uh, repercussions of this many people coming in over 1.3 million already this year just being dispersed around the United States but this Facebook thing I really because it's it really hits home to me folks if you haven't been watching Congress has called Facebook's uh, executives before them to question them on the, uh, the study that Facebook did internally and the study was to find out the effects of what they do Facebook on people in particular young people well, their own study, which they paid for themselves, the Facebook paid, uh, paid, came back and told the executives at Facebook, your way of doing things, in particular Instagram, which is a hugely popular, probably TikTok's a little bit more popular, but Instagram's close second is really destroying the lives of a lot of young people, in particular young girls. They're, it's contributing to depression. It's uh, contributing to suicide and you need to do something. Well, Facebook said, well, and it, we, 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 we started uh, uh, providing some services for those who, who are thinking about suicide. And they questioned, well, why did you bury the study? And my question is, what should be done? It, to me, Facebook, just for the fact that they buried it, that's right up there with tobacco companies burying, that the that's tar what i was about to say the lung cancer yeah yeah kim right up there with uh the pharmaceutical companies saying that oxycontin wasn't addictive and all of the lives that were lost because of that lie and both of those companies did internal studies just like facebook did and they buried it and they paid a price tobacco had to play pay billions for that the the pharmaceutical companies i think i forget the one who invented oxycontin but i think they're on the verge of being run out of business as well they should because what do you think should happen to facebook
2: but i mean i think that's a different that's different than than narcotics and um like oxycontin and and the tobacco I'm,
1: how's it different
2: because i mean you're you choose to do that you choose well you choose to, to
1: smoke you choose to take drugs If if They, if they have information that it's harmful to your health and they keep it from the public, you have to have public disclosure. If if but a
2: lot of people it doesn't harm like that, so how do you? You tell me. A lot of people it does not harm.
1: The study said there was an alarmingly amount of people already that they know of.
2: Statistics of
1: that. Well, all we know is what Congress saw and their own study.
2: So what's okay?
1: Well, my question is, what do you do to them? I you're in a completely different environment Stephen where, where do you stand on this I think the hammer should come down on these people and I th- I'm talking right now from what we know now and you're seeing the response to the questions by Facebook I don't know if the next step is trial or whatever I don't think I think they can levy fines uh, and, and consequences on companies I don't know the exact process of how they do it but I think Facebook clearly I don't know how they can, justify the unjustifiable here. They're, the noose is around their neck. It's
2: been going around. It's been going see, on for a long time. I it's, think like it's, r- it's the bullying, The you know, the, You know it's just being able to put it out there more with Facebook. And, well, exactly. It's yeah. a,
1: the, the, In the article that we read, it said that it's equivalent to somebody giving a, a kid a cigarette, the first cigarette to get them hooked on tobacco.
0: You get them in on and Instagram. They, Go ahead, Steve. They're doing tons and tons of research to uh, get kids hooked on this stuff they're they're exactly. doing everything they can to um, try to get you to look at it as much as possible all day long and they really don't care about your mental health but look at us. we're great we're great role
2: models after, <laughs> 96 times a day
0: after they had
1: the results of the study they still did that it was like yeah. it's like a cigarette company said we're given this that hey you're killing people with this tar and this tobacco and instead of the company, the tobacco company stepping back and addressing it, how do we make a cigarette that doesn't damage people that much? They enhance their advertising to get even more people hooked, knowing that it was killing people.
0: That's that's and, the and, and people don't really have a way up. What's really dirty too is they use this double standard for themselves. They try to call themselves like a news organization so that that way they could post everything and not be liable for anything. But then, at the same time, see news organizations aren't really allowed to uh, censor people. Uh, p- private organizations can, so then they call themselves a private organization when they censor Trump and everyone else. It's really dirty what they're doing. Well, yeah. Well, well, they,
1: well, they call themselves a platform of of, of sharing of information. When, you, but they're actually conducting themselves like a news organization. Which, if uh, like the kids from. Uh, that were on the Capitol, the kid, forget the kid's name that they tried to say was a racist because he had a Trump cap on with a bunch of other oh, kids yeah. and the and the Indian guy was chanting in his face. The Indian guy was in his face Oh, yeah, that, that kid
0: wasn't doing anything. The kid
1: was doing anything. Well he sued CNN and they won. Uh, yeah. and you can sue a news agency for defamation of character. You can't they have Title Thirty, I think it is. I'm that's probably the numbers wrong, but there's a there is an um, a article in social media uh, realm there in terms of the law for social media that exempts them from being sued and that's why there's a growing uh, consensus that that protection has to be removed because like what you said steve
2: they're absolutely yeah.
1: acting like a news organization so
2: what do you think these so you i mean i, I think mean, they trillions. should do with these kids i
1: think i think they should be fine trillions
2: and kids should be on social media at all
1: no, if they find this, they need to find out how to deliver this stuff, how to monitor this stuff, uh, and, and and at least to warn people emphatically, this could be hazardous to your health. What came out of the tobacco settlement was a lot of money being fined for covering it up. Then they had to put a warning. You look at every pack of cigarettes now. There's a warning. You smoke these. Well, that's
2: easy for them to do. I don't they, know why they don't do that. They, and so well, they- that's
1: the point. Specifically yeah. for kids, oh. knowing all of the uh, harm it it causes, you know these people. And you know, you know, one that's, thing that's
0: really damaging too is these kids end up getting pressure, getting bullied, and then they post nude or compromising pictures of themselves, and then they're public for the rest of their lives. Yeah. and it really has an effect on the I trajectory agree. of their life from that point forward.
1: Well, we we just
2: we, we need know to be monitored.
1: We know what we can't do, and that's staying neutral. You're either going, as a society, going forward or you're going backward. There's no such thing as putting it neutral. Sometimes we wish we could. You're either getting better each day or you're getting worse each day. And you can't just do nothing about this issue. It is harming enough people uh, that... You, you, we have to do something. So what is that? I think, first of all, you have to get the attention of all these social media outlets that are basically flipping the middle finger at society and saying we're too big to fail. We've bought off every politician. We have so much money. Bezos, Zuckerberg, this guy from Twitter, uh, all that. You have to do something that gets their attention and Facebook has done enough. It is enough evidence We've seen them do very nefarious things like hide studies. You need to hammer these folks with fines that get the attention of these rest of these social platforms. And I'm not talking just about $10 billion. That's chump change to Facebook. Well, I mean, we can't put I'm, a price talking, on it.
2: We, the the, yeah, the, the you can. solution here is can, that it needs, to be, it needs to be recognized. They need to come out and say that, apologize if they did do a study and they saw that. And take ownership of what they've done. But how does that bring back
1: that kid that committed suicide because they were addicted to Instagram? I don't know why it's addictive. I don't know. But the study clearly states that it's addictive. I don't really understand the machinations of gambling addiction. I know it's real because I've seen, heard of people and know people have killed themselves over the addiction. I know it's real. We can see drinking Drugs, shooting up drugs, smoking. We check our phones things, but,
2: 96 times a day. But as these adults. other
1: things like gambling addiction
2: <laughs> that came
1: yeah, out. Right. Gambling addiction and Instagram addiction and social media. We know without a doubt it's addictive. So what these companies want to do is just, okay, we're sorry. Find us a couple of billion and then you go on business as usual. This, and we don't get our hands around this thing.
2: That's what I'm saying. Our arms
1: around this thing. And they find out what is causing it, what's causing this 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 massive addiction of this social media. That's I what I'm saying. You know, I mean, uh, I
2: can't put money on it. it has got to be, re, you know, looked at.
0: But they're not going to dinner dinner not gonna look at it. The point is they're going to look at it they're to look at it. And everybody was on their phones. Nobody was talking to anybody. Nobody was looking at anybody. That. They were all on their phones. I was like, wow. Well, I
1: mean, it's it's here. There's It's the oh, so what, now what? I thought I would never depend on this. I remember thinking, I'll never have all my stuff on my phone. I got all my stuff on my phone. And oh, if no, i the lose my phone on uh, earth. So, and you imagine that, that controlling a kid's life. All right, we got 25 seconds to go. Oh,
2: mouth of the south. Hello. Hello. Yeah. We didn't hear from you today.
1: All right. She's getting all <laughs> of her calls in there, which is good. Pre-for-all Friday. Folks, thank you for joining us. Steven Cloud, thank you from... For being here from your abode on Elvis Presley Boulevard in Paradise, at the corner of Paradise and Elvis, it's a place to live, man. Hey, folks, God bless you, love you, and (laughs) see you on Monday. (laughs) Bye, bye now.
2: See you guys. I
1: know we're in.